0: <inaudible> Kate! Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louis. We need to talk to someone about Louis. <laughs> Today's episode of Gotta Be Done is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains and the Wurundjeri lands of the Kulin Nation in Melbourne. We pay our respects to Elders past and present, and to any First Nations people who are listening and loving Bluey. Mary Bolling, how are you, lovey? (gasps) Oh,
1: Kate, I don't know if I can speak. Why can't you speak? A bit like this episode. I'm, I'm really excited that we're talking about this episode, Mary. It's a really special one for me and my family. And I think it's probably my second, close second favourite episode. Oh,
0: wow.
1: Yeah, I think so. It's just
0: beautiful. Uh, it is rain, of course. Mm. And I feel like, yeah, a lot of the chat around this episode since it dropped in season three has been – Stand out of season three. Season three is sleepy time, mm. um, which I agree with. it's definitely gone top five for me, maybe, oh, but yeah, but it's hard when there is so little dialogue to pick the reasons why I guess it's all just it's all the feels,
1: yeah. I think the emotion conveyed with the action on the scene of this one just. It says so much more than words ever could. And, um, mm. you know, I'm, I'm so happy that we've kind of had a musical episode as well, because I, I feel like, <laughs> True. Um, you know, and I'm calling this early, the music is the MVP in this episode, um, with Chili obviously a close, very close second. But, but um, what an incredible. Episode to celebrate Joff Bush and Jazz Darcy and everything that they do. Yes. I just, yeah, I, I think maybe that's part of the reason why I love this episode so much. Not probably a good one if you are reliant on like um the closed captioning for uh, like totally. You know.
0: We I am calling it now we are gonna to struggle to pick the line of this episode, possibly. Oh no, no. Perhaps we should flip it and call it the eyebrow movement of this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good compromise. Although I tell you what, Chili's oh, definitely gets a good workout in this house. <laughs> True.
0: Yeah, okay, no, that is definitely the line. Um,
1: (laughs) Um, So um, let's start where we should start at the beginning, uh, a very good place to start. Um, And Chilly and Bluey are waving goodbye on the porch to um, Dad and to Bingo, um, uh, who are leaving in the car. Bye, Dad. See you later. Bye. Bye Bye. And as they Mm -hmm. tune and beep, the heavens open above them and the rain just starts pouring down. Um, Now, Mary, you lived in Queensland for quite a long time, so talk to me. Is this a realistic portrayal of the good old Queensland wet season?
0: Oh, my gosh. So I moved to Queensland in uh, February and uh, drove my uh, Forester all the way up there and in the, I think, Week and a half leading up, it was not clear if I would actually be able to drive to my destination because the rains were coming down so hard and Gladstone had been flooded in and there were floods all up and down the Bruce Highway. So, yeah, uh, Queensland definitely does a bit of flooding. Uh, Those particular floods kind of just cut off towns and were not so devastating. But recent years, uh, yeah, we've seen, you know, just how terrible floods can be in that part of the world but then when it's not diabolical flooding the way the rain just switches on like a switch and suddenly you're drenched <laughs> is is so Queensland because I wonder if maybe some of our overseas viewers
1: think it's almost like a bit hyperbolic or something watching how the rain really does just start oh, yeah in a sheet almost um and there's only two seasons really up in the, the northern parts of Australia. We have the wet and the dry season. And
0: yeah, totally. dry
1: season's what? April to October, and then wet's the other
0: months. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like it, you, you're getting more rain in summer than winter, mm, is, Yeah, is the vibe, I guess. Uh, really hot and yeah.
1: steamy. So it gets like really hot and steamy in the morning, and then usually get like a big dump
0: down. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say what, what season this is, uh, but obviously rain is uh, normal enough for Bluey to just think, okay, well, I'll run in it and dance, which <laughs> I love.
1: <laughs> I love that too. That really reminded me of, I, I don't even know where the quote's from, but um, life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Have you heard that one before?
0: Have I assume it's from some inspirational poster that also features a cat? Yes. (laughs) No, I do not know where that's from, but it's true. Like,
1: yeah, I like it. Yeah, and I think that sort of um, really speaks to the overall message of this episode. Actually, it's about surrender, and Mm. um, yeah, and I think the way that Bluey helps her mum to surrender in this is just. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Shout out to – we always um, – well, we've been talking a lot more, I guess, about the background artists, but um, what a beautiful set, in like in inverted commas, that they have created here. I mean, the sky has gone a really dark navy so that the characters mm. almost look like they're um, lit by the light from the veranda. It's-
0: yeah, yeah. Super cinematic. Yeah.
1: And the light from the stained glass windows that's sort of um lighting up oh, yes. um the outside action is just really beautiful.
0: It's true. Like Queensland houses do feel like they kind of glow in that dark sky rain. And yeah, and Bluey, the healer house is definitely glowing. Mm,
1: yeah. Um so Bluey's dancing on the lawn and then she notices the overflow from the drain pipe is flowing. Down the path that leads um, from the street up to the bluey house verand the healer house veranda sorry, and she goes in and to play with the overflow for a little bit, and then she kind of realizes as she's standing there that her feet become like a little barrier that can dam the water, and that's sort of where the game starts for her. Um, I love (laughs) that. I mean, Chili's just doing what every Australian parent does when the rain <laughs> comes it's like get the washing <laughs> get the washing yep. in immediately
0: uh, and even the detail like you see spots start to appear on the sheets as she's getting them and i'm like yes yeah it's so so real it's okay chilly <laughs> 10 minutes in the dryer should sort that out it's, yeah yeah totally <laughs> but still the urgency is impressive yeah <laughs> um yeah and uh, and the detail on Bluey as well, dancing in the rain, like her fur kind of starts sticking up yeah. like, like a wet dog, of course. And even getting uh, little bits of, I don't know, dirt or grass or something like sticking to her yep, feet. Yep, everything sticks. Yep, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there's no going inside for Bluey once she has discovered this damning game, <laughs> damning, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> damning, um, the making the water stop game. Mm. And, and, yeah, it's. It's cute, like Chili. I guess. She's trying to exert a bit of control over the elements. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, she, like Chili isn't having a lot of success initially. No,
1: I mean, Chilly, um, I love Chili's sort of optimism in that she goes and gets like Bluey, an umbrella and hands it to her. And then Bluey is just like, oh, this is the perfect thing to stop oh, the water rather than on yeah. me in the little path. Yeah. But
0: just such the ultimate six year old move as well to assume, like, to not consider for a second it's for anything other than the, the game. Bluey needs it. For. Yeah. <laughs> yeah why, why else would she give it to me? This is what I need. So. Yeah, there was uh, seeing so many six-year-olds I know in that moment. Yeah,
1: and I think this sort of sets up that tension that we see now throughout the episode where Chili is trying to get Bluey to do the thing that she wants, which is to be drier and cleaner and less a dog out in the rain trying to to use her feet totally. to stop water <laughs> um, uh, and, Blue, and the other side is Bluey just wanting to play her game and um, and try and stop the water from flowing around her feet to the other side of the path. Um, I heard an interview with Joe Brum actually and he was talking about how initially this was set in like the street Um, Mm -hmm. and then they kind of moved it to the front, more of the front of the healer house, so it made more sense. But um, when he said that in the interview, I forget where it was, but it brought back such strong memories for me, like racing sticks down drain pipes and, yeah, and like the gutters of the street that led down to the storm sewer. Um, Yeah, did you do that when you were a kid, Mary?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Gutters filling up with water was a very kind of, uh, satisfying <laughs> children's play space <laughs> are when we were kids, and actually, it reminded me of the creek as well today. Am I projecting this from my own childhood experience, or did do do Bluey and um, Mackenzie try and dam the creek with rocks in the creek? No, I'm pretty sure yeah, that, that they do. do.
1: Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. So, and then in barky so, yeah. boats, it's with their hands stacked on yes. top of each other. But um totally. yeah, I'm sure that they're putting sort of rocks in to stop the flow of the waterfall
0: in the creek. Yeah. Yeah. Changing yeah, changing watercourses is a very kind of primal human urge, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> which, yeah, when you look at how uh the Murray darling is faring, which is a very uh Course changed uh, water system in Australia. Uh, probably we should all learn the lesson that maybe that's not a good idea. Mm, but, maybe. <laughs> but in in childhood and when it's just the water in your kind of uh, gutters, great. But I think I've heard that interview as well, Kate. And yeah, the the decision was you shouldn't actually be encouraging kids to play in storm water <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anywhere further away than. The nice, neat path at the front of their house yeah. that doesn't have kind of drain drowning risk. So, yeah, uh, look, I think I think taking the safe option was also the good option in this case, and and it makes it particularly idyllic, kind of knowing it's just on that front path. Yeah, absolutely, we are on the right
1: path. Uh, you can even <laughs> <in> say, <St>. Mary,
0: <laughs> always.
1: So, Bluey um, is starting to look for things that can help her to block the water. She grabs the newspaper off the lawn. Um, uh, yeah, and I can't even tell you the amount because um, when when we moved to Adelaide, I did stop my physical newspaper subscription for a period and, yeah, we were not sad about because we used to only get it delivered on the weekends, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, Definitely there's nothing worse than a soggy newspaper
0: with sort of like the plastic wrap oh, over it. Um, that plastic wrap is such just a, a you know, exercise in optimism. Like <laughs> does it really actually keep it dry? No. Look, Maybe if there's three drops of rain, but that is about the capacity. Yeah, I don't think Queensland would be any, like, you know. Um, yeah, no.
1: Uh, what am I trying to say? I don't think, yeah, Queensland's rain would have um, much – um, hope of being kept out by that thin piece yes. of plastic. yep post. totally. I did get there in the end. That's fine. Um, <laughs> um, so, Bluey, um, because the newspaper's not strong enough, the water, when it sort of hits initially, it sort of stays and then it runs And as it sort of more water gathers, it, the force of the water pushes the newspaper back further down the path, stop, sort of mm-hmm. ruining the dam. So, Bluey runs inside to get reinforcements and Chili has been like just about to sit on the veranda, and then all of a sudden she's startled out of this moment of rest by Bluey just leaving. You can just see the wet footprints <sighs> from one end yep. to the other, um, and she's grabbing her blocks from the kiwi rug. Um, and then when, when Blue comes back with her armful of blocks, Chili is in the doorway and just starts arguing with her and
0: you can just see that they are going for it they're both like Ugh. yeah it's it's so like it just looks so to me you know how old old timey i get what do they call them the the pre-talkies i got silent movies yes. is what they call them pre- um, yeah <laughs> pre-talkies oh my gosh um and yeah uh you know they they the stereotypical ones you picture, I guess, are always very overacted and melodramatic to get the point across because you can't talk but um but yeah, they always it's always the arguments in those movies that look the most engaging because it just looks like everyone's talking at once, and you can't actually believe it's a real conversation mm. and similar to this, like both Chili and bluey are obviously just completely not hearing each other ironically Mm. because neither are we but both talking at the same time um and yeah it 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 makes the point so well that it's silent that yeah there is no way in that moment they could even understand each other because they've just got such different priorities yeah
1: And then Bluey kind of sort of just goes quiet for a little bit and,
0: like, wiggles her foot. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just see a bit this. of, like, wet toe yeah. kind of, yeah, on the floor actually. you just
1: see this look on Chili's face and then she clearly is saying, out or something like that.
0: Yeah, I, love, I give up. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: you know fine it's either a fine or an ouch or something like that um Mm. I'm sure a lip reader would be able to help us with that one but um and (laughs) and Louie just like takes her window and is back out in the rain again oh yeah So then she's taking her five blocks, the yellow, red and green, and she's lining them up against the side of the path where the water flows and then the Mm -hmm. newspaper. And this, again, works for a second, but then the water starts to push the blocks down because the water damming up is too heavy. Um, Yeah. And Chili at that moment appears at the door. Um, It was very um, barbecue, I thought, you know, with like, you know, (laughs) bingo given the mop. Um, Whose muddy footprints are these? Well,
0: yeah, I think we know. Um,
1: (laughs) And so Chili appears at the door with this towel and a mop and like clearly the intention is that Bluey is going to use these objects to Mm -hmm. clean up her own mess. Um, But Bluey has a different idea.
0: (laughs) Obviously. Just
1: grabs the towel and she sort of rolls it up to bolster the blocks from behind. And this is Mm -hmm. really successful. So she's like celebrating. and because it's success, successful for the blocks but then the newspaper's still moving, she's like, right, I need another one of those towel things. Oh, it's,
0: oh the the uh, the attention, the detail in this, like is you're just so hanging on every block movement yeah. and water movement <laughs> yeah. and the drama is just building. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, obviously I'm always transfixed by Bluey but, Uh, you know you think about a kid who would be playing this out in real life just yeah the boys watch this and they are mesmerized uh which you know you wouldn't always expect from a show that has that no one's talking in but but. um actually it's interesting you
1: say that Mary because I've just done a subject in persuasion techniques for Mm -hmm. um uni and um The power of silence can be used as almost an element of surprise that then because it's so unexpected, it forces the viewer to pay more attention to what else is going on in that moment. And Mm -hmm. I wonder if maybe because we're so used to Bluey and having that conversation, then all of a sudden this lack of dialogue really does draw us in and forces us to sort of be really present with it because you have to watch it, otherwise you don't understand what's going on. So that sounds pretty plausible. <laughs> um, anyway, I like that you're like, yeah, that sounds good. It's like, no,
0: plausible. There could be other options. <laughs> Look, you know, I will say we'll probably never persuade anyone with silence, but... <laughs> But it's good to know it's a tool outside the podcast. I imagine world. <laughs> if we did a silent episode; that would. Uh, yeah, I, mean, we'd just- I don't think we. I don't think we could hold it in for long enough to <laughs> fill an hour with must silence. Talk
1: about Bluey at all times. Um, anyway, so um, Bluey's grabbed another towel and has rolled it up, but she's still <clears throat> falling short. She's probably halfway across the path by now with her blocks and mm-hmm. newspaper creation. And she wants um, something else to um, help her reach to the other side. Yeah. Um, now, uh, as she's running to the door here, um, you can just see Chili bringing her best hockey player moves with the with the inevitable. This is what's happening. Blue <gasps> is running, and she's like, "I don't want you coming in again." She's just finished mopping.
0: And mop in hand as well, which is key to this scene and the, uh, the, um, the violence. (laughs) (laughs) Well, oh, well, look, you know, aggressive defense, put it that way. (laughs) I would not want to take on Chili on a
1: hockey pitch anytime soon. She had the moves, like she was sort of moving that mop handle to block, block left, block Mm -hmm. right, block up, block down. Um. But maybe it's a testament to Bluey's persistence that she does manage to stick. I think it's first a hand and then a hair. Yes, and just. I feel like that scene
0: was a nod to some kind of epic film moment, but I I can't place it. But yeah, just that little hand popping through looked so, you know, so evocative of. The, the dam is about to break in some... In some movie, I don't know. Like.
1: It was almost in, like, just when you said the hand bursting through, it was like whenever I think about a hand bursting through something, I always think of Uma Thurman in Kill Bill, like when she's escaping oh, from the yeah, coffin. True. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, the zombies
0: are coming. No, she, no she's been, been buried alive. No, she's alive. Yeah, yeah, and she, totally. she comes
1: up through the coffin and then you just see the hand sort of squeezing through. But, uh, true. Okay, um, yeah. But, yeah, probably wrong angle. That's going up and this is going out. I, mm-hmm. I was sort of almost reminded more of, childbirth you know like
0: oh, oh. yeah true like, it's, maybe not it is possible for to come out first oh, oh, look. No. but like <laughs> not ideally but yeah yeah but that more more the metaphor with the struggle and then the the pop <laughs> yes true <laughs> the exhausted mum left the, in the way yeah always an exhausted mum but yeah I think you know probably Chile would be more keen to get her out than in Oh, uh, who knows? I might be overanalyzing this. Like this <laughs> happened before. Anyway, um,
1: <sighs> so anyway, um,
0: yeah. But- so back to the playroom, yep. and the the house is the ultimate goal here. Mm. A uh, very cute little house. Uh, multiple bluey uh, healer houses are now on the market mm. in the toy space, uh, but this doesn't look like either of them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, um, yeah, deliberate merch plant then, Mary, or oh, no? Uh, look, we have seen bluey merch planted in the Blue-iverse. Uh most notably the Fruit Bat book oh, in the yeah, window yeah. of the shop in... Um, quiet Game. So, look, quiet Game. Um <laughs> but yeah, no this this seems like very generic dollhouse, which mm. is fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll allow it. Um, and then uh, I want the umbrella to come on sale though. From ah uh, this episode that also popped out in work, I would yeah. I would invest in a bluey umbrella. Well, I reckon. there's
1: a there's a beautiful other one in work too, isn't there? With the the peacock sort oh, of design, point. maybe some
0: umbrella manufacturing could be in the bluey. We will buy. It must rain a lot in Queensland. There's multiple umbrellas in the healer house.
1: (laughs) So Bluey um, runs outside. Chili is exhausted and the sigh that she makes and the look on her face, she's just, she looks broken for a moment, you know, just sort of that, you know that whole body tired sometimes you feel
0: with Yes. Yeah. Yep. That does sound vaguely familiar. Yeah. And like either it's still early morning and it's been a rough night for Chile. Mm. Um I think morning because uh, the newspaper's still on the lawn. Or oh. oh, it's been such a busy day that they haven't even gotten the newspaper in yet. And this is late afternoon. <laughs> that's actually a good thought. Had, as
1: possible. I hadn't made the connection that maybe it's morning with the newspaper. Because I was like, well, the washing must have already been hung out. So surely it can't be that. Oh, early. look, it's
0: uh, washing on my line can be out for days. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, sorry, washing. Oh, that's okay. Um, <laughs>
1: Um, I love that you said sorry, washing, and I said that's okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you can't. identify so closely <laughs> with my washing.
0: Oh, wow. I'd never leave you on the line, Kate. I would, I would never leave you
1: <laughs> hanging either, babe. Um, anyway, so Chili, after sort of collapsing in her chair, we notice sort of this sort of almost like a, a, a change. And there's a change in the mm. point as well where Chili sort of opens her eyes and actually watches what Bluey's doing for a moment. Mm. And she kind of finally almost sees this game that Bluey's playing and realizing what she's going to like what she's trying to achieve, um, then sort of smiles and gets up and Yes. Um and meanwhile Bluey is um falling short, she's, she's got her sort of row that's structurally intact with the house and she's put her feet there and then she stretched her hands out next to her feet. She can see the water creeping closer to the edge of her hands, but her eyebrows are lowering as the water's getting closer and closer yeah. because she knows that she's not going to be able to be enough to make it on her own. And
0: she has done all the work. Like, yeah, you can see the frustration just in those eyebrows. <laughs> yes, So, but then
1: um, Hero, Chili steps in and you see her feet sort of enter the frame as oh, the water's yeah. just about to pip um, Bluey. And that look on Ch- Chili and Bluey's face when they're looking at each other in that moment is just mm. – so wonderful and um you know Chilly's holding the umbrella to stay dry but they have such a look of admiration for each other in that moment and understanding and it's yeah I, I just found it really moving
0: it's something in my parenting it can be hard to get that moment right of i see what you're trying to do here without coming in and going oh just do it this way yeah. kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> when when your kids struggling with something just taking that moment of i see what you're trying to do here recognition um when it lands, you really feel it land. And yeah, this this is landing writ large, it feels like. Oh, just such a moment.
1: And then Chili's feet, the water is creeping ever closer to the end of her toes. And mm-hmm. Louis starts looking at her with like, Yeah, what's puppy dog yeah, eyes? <laughs> yeah. Like she knows that the water's gonna keep going. And Chilly looks up at her umbrella sort of uh, like in that moment of oh god i've got to let i've got to let go yeah and then she lets go and puts the umbrella down and gets on the path with bluey kneeling down hands outstretched they make it the whole way across
0: And tails wagging in units oh, at this point, which is just, oh. It is so nice. They're just, it's, they're going nuts. Like, you
1: just, the excitement yep. is palpable. And the water mm. is cre- creeping to the very tips of Chili's fingers. But just before it dams, the rain stops. And, yeah. Um, and, Mary, I know we t- you just gave a little bit of insight into the Queensland rain, but does it really dry up <laughs> that fast?
0: Okay, so um, I must admit, uh, my dad, who listens to the show, hi, dad, uh, and also um, is an engineer, uh, texted me after this episode. Um, oh, and I think, <laughs> oh, yeah, and the initial text um, was something along the lines of a, re- a review of rain, colon, no words, and I'm like, thanks dad. That's, that's very funny. Such a good dad joke. Um, but then he's like, uh, but, What's the but point? the consistency of the concrete on the path uh, would not be so porous that the rain, that the water would disappear that fast. <laughs> <laughs> thanks dad. Oh, I love that so much. So look, you know, look, We often praise Bluey for the attention to detail, but, yeah, viewers are allowed to have attention to detail too. And, uh, yeah, I think you and my dad are correct, Kate. It would not have disappeared that fast. I remember perhaps, – Perhaps there's hidden, like, yeah, little – Drainage little, spikes, I, don't know, yeah, I don't know. Outlets somewhere. <laughs> it's actually all mesh in the range as well, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, the through. whole footpath is actually just sponge. <laughs> That's – yeah. What can you do? <laughs> yep, can only hold it for so long.
1: Um. Uh, so it feels kind of a bit anticlimactic at this point, and you can see the disappointment on
0: Bluey's face, um, both their faces. I reckon because yeah. Chili has gotten into this; like she is not faking that tail wag. Like once she just fully embraces it, yeah, she and Chili, uh, she and Bluey are on the same page. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, but then, as they're sort of turning,
1: the sun bursts through the clouds, and you can see is sort of point, and then all of a sudden, there is this magnificent double rainbow. Directly ah. over their path ahead, and yeah, that was just stunning. Um, mm-hmm. And then Chili sort of puts her arm around Bluey and draws her in close. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I think the the big takeaway for me, and probably the Brene Brown moment, especially when Chili. Decides to not only join the game, but then surrender the umbrella just really reminded yeah. me of um, Brene Brown's sort of talk around surrendering. And she mm. did a fantastic interview with um, Dr. Sarah Lewis um, okay. a while ago on her Dare to Lead podcast. And the quote that I've highlighted from that is that there's no way to measure surrender's impact. We know its efficacy when we see it after the deep pain of coming close to of failures of all kinds. We break open enough to contain, invite, and triumph over more. And um, I just thought that was so beautiful because surrender is about showing up. You know, it's about being raw and tender and letting your heart get a bit broken and Mm. allowing the joy to kind of. Crack through, um, letting go of trying to control your experiences. It's not, it's not giving up. I think that's where maybe some people get confused that like surrender is like, oh, you're just giving up and letting it all go. Yeah. But I think surrender for me is trying to let go of the assumptions that you had held around how you would get to the destination. So it's mm. about like a – it's a deep trust around the timing and holding that kind of intention but then releasing the expectation. Yeah, so, you know, is that an ultimate metaphor for parenting that, you know, that you have – you go in with all these expectations <gasps> but then you, everything is challenged
0: and oh, – Yeah, and. Absolutely hearing all of that. And I think the weather is such a good, and the way the weather is used in this episode is such a good metaphor for that as well. Like there is nothing, you know, more. Um, uncontrollable. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Uncontrollable, exactly. Um, and like it makes me think of the serenity prayer, like give mm. me the, you know, the, um, the, the, courage to change what I can and the wisdom the to know the difference wisdom to to yeah to accept what I can't and yeah in this Chili is yeah it's you know she takes the long road to get there but accepts well she isn't going to change the child she isn't going to change the rain all she can change is is her reaction to it mm. and yeah you know in parenting obviously you set out to uh nudge the child in certain directions. <laughs> but but yeah, ultimately there's there's a lot of acceptance at play. And yeah, it's it's exactly what you said. You know, it's yeah, the acceptance is the surrender. Um but it's also the holding out for a double rainbow.
1: <laughs> and is the double rainbow the reward for the letting go? I'm finding joy in unexpected places.
0: Good question. Yeah. I think, yeah, Bluey has found the joy in the rain, which Chili finally gets on board. But the double rainbow to me is um yeah, chili leading Bluey to find, you know, it it doesn't have to be always child led. It the parent can help a child find the joy as well. Mm. You know, the double rainbow meme, like, what does it mean? No. (laughs) No, really? Oh, this goes back, like, more than a decade, I'd say. Wow. Someone in the the early days of social media uh, filmed themselves just reacting violently. Not violently is the wrong (laughs) word. Yeah, just over the top American enthusiasm to, it's a double rainbow. What does it mean? And... (laughs) I feel like that's become the the catchphrase of Double Rainbow. Oh. Like, what does it mean? And, yeah, I don't know, but it works pretty well in this episode. <laughs>
1: um, Mary, I'd love to talk about the music in this episode because it is such an integral character, I think, in the music and the action for me. And um, I think this more than any other music in season three especially it's probably right up there with sleepy time as far as you know the impact that the music itself has had on an episode of Bluey and um Joff Bush wrote about it so beautifully on Instagram I just wanted to read a little bit about his um insight into what um you know was going through their mind But he said it was a big one for us and I felt really privileged to again work with Jazz Darcy on the score. For the first half, Jazz actually wrote a beautiful song with lyrics that fitted so well, but we decided words were a bit distracting so we made it instrumental. Fortunately, Jazz had written such a beautiful melody that wove around the imagery and the story so lyrically that it didn't need the words. We added a little chorus breakdown during the recording session and somehow all fell together. The end scene was written up a semitone for a sense of change, like a splash of water on your face into Oh yeah. And Dan Brum's beautiful rain recordings acted in place of where music would usually be for the transition between the two parts. The concept and animation is so incredibly beautiful and we were honoured that Ludo and Joe Brum trusted us with a music-driven episode. Um, so, I mean, he says so much there. Um, but I just wanted to sort of highlight a couple of other um, bits that he maybe didn't mm-hmm. mention. And that's um, if we sort of divide the music up into Bluey's game um, and then – when Chilli kind of has that moment of realisation and then steps up. There is a there is a change in the music. Um, okay. And um, we see when Bluey's game is sort of taking place, There's re- um, the chords that are used are played in what's called an arpeggio. So rather than having a chord, a chord is when you play three, sometimes more notes together at the same time and it's sort of in tune mm-hmm. and musical and... So, you know, you might get an overall sound of like a duh, but that sound might actually be made of a da, da, da. And then when you play it together, <laughs> yes. it sounds like a da, you know. So, okay. so, what they've done is they've broken up the chords rather than playing them all together and having quite a rounded, flat tone. They've gone do, 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 do in the background. So it sounds like tiny little drops of rain. Tinkling mm-hmm. away right from the very start in the music. Yes, There's another piece of the music too, which is um, when Bluey is um, making the move to go into the house to get the little dollhouse um, to yeah, take yeah. it into the rain. There's one chord as she runs to the door that is played over and over again in louder okay. and louder and more forceful yes. sort of style. And what yep. that does, it increases almost like this sense of pressure, you know, like it's something's building up and it's also a force, you know, and Bluey is that force. She's running towards the door and it's almost yes. this in- inevitable sense of, I don't know, like a train, you know, that's run away or something,
0: you know, you can't stop at that it. moment. The camera angle is almost even bouncing, as if Blue is running with the camera yes. to really drive home that movement. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, it, and it fits. Um, per, yeah, it, the bounce is in time with those with that note. Yeah, yeah and
1: then when she hits Chili, it starts mm-hmm. off in quite a high note. So then you kind of get this sense of like almost like a collision course or something yes. like that. So I thought that that was really clever. And then when Chili finally collapses and takes that deep breath, <laughs> the music just moves up that half step as Joffy explained. And what a key change does, you'll notice it in every pop song ever from mm-hmm. Baby Shark to Shania Twain, <laughs> yeah. is they use key changes in music to be able to say the same thing but give it a really fresh feeling so, okay, um, yep. so when Joff was talking about, you know, we wanted it to feel like that sort of like the rain had sort of made everything fresh. Um, that's why they would have chosen to make everything that little bit higher. So that then they still had the tinkering um, sort of mm-hmm. notes that sounded like rain coming through. But the tune was also slightly different. And that's because Chilly and Bluey are working in harmony as well. And They're finally mm. on the same page, um, and you get that okay. beautiful okay. do, 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 oh, so you know, gorgeous. like it's just yeah, it's much more rounded, and um, yeah, it's beautiful. The music's absolutely stunning, and I think out of all the jobs posts, this has had like over a thousand likes, on oh. it. like people. Love the music, and the comments are enough to make anyone feel teary-eyed. It's like, just oh, yeah, it clearly means so much to so many people. It's beautiful.
0: So gorgeous. And it's so interesting to hear as well that it did have lyrics first because it yeah, to me, the the first tune as the rain begins, you know, the rain, the sound of the driving rain is really driving the melody. Um, but it it had that sort of folksy sound that you could almost hear it telling a story without the lyrics. Mm. Um, and I think we we mentioned in a recent episode that jazz has Shared, you know, behind the scenes of recording the album. Um, I screen capped uh, that share where the, the um, where they were actually recording with lyrics because it's you know how on Instagram the lyrics like can pop up uh, in text. Yes, uh, and got two tiny fragments of. Um, of the lyrics oh, hit me. so and I, ca- I can't match them I'm not good enough to match them with uh the tune but uh now I race off to work and I step in some sand uh mud comes off with the palm of my hand uh yeah look you know it sounds very boring being read but I I'm hanging to see this all come together it's
1: gonna be <laughs> and, I know a place mark too like it's just oh it is yeah.
0: totally yeah 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 uh so yeah, so exciting. Uh I love that Joff in that post shouted out Dan Brum's beautiful rain mm. recordings because it's so true like we don't often yeah, I think we just take the natural sound of bluey for granted a bit yeah. like you know, it's it's just always so perfect you you don't even need to mention it but yeah, the it, the rain sounds like rain. There is no doubt. Yeah, about it. Echoing thunder, just really, yeah. Um, you
1: know, it's used so perfectly, and um, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love this? I, I love the sound of rain, regardless.
0: But I'm pretty keen on it. Yeah. Yep. But um,
1: <laughs> yeah. There's something just so beautiful about the way it's woven in with the music as well, and then the music really emphasises and draws on that beauty.
0: I think you mentioned at the start, Kate, that um, Joe Brum had said, you know, when he started this episode, it was in the gutter. <laughs> um, I think he might have said that on uh, Hammerbarn Project, oh, obviously yeah. a good, good mate on the other Australian Bluey recap podcast, um, because those boys chatted to Joe uh, a bit earlier this year, and Joe also said in that uh, about. Coming at an episode that wasn't gonna have uh, dialogue, script. yeah, dialogue. That is the word I am looking for. <laughs> uh, words that are words. Um, he was they he kind of wanted to riff. On, <laughs> so <bad. laughs> um, He wanted to riff on a really incredible short film that actually won the nineteen eighty nine Best uh, Animated Short Oscar, mm. uh, and it's called Balance. It's a film. Basically it's seven or eight minutes, five kind of shadowy male figures are standing on this square suspended in space and you kind of work out pretty quickly uh, the square moves with their movement so they all have to counterbalance each other to just not fall off into into nowhere. Oh, wow! Um, and it's, you know, Kind of the tension builds as they one of them then fishes up this music box and and that changes the balance of the square and and then are they working together are they working against each other to kind of take control of the box and of the square ah uh, and yeah it's it's quite surrealist but yeah have watching it I was like pretty transfixed I, I don't it on think it's like where can I find this it's on YouTube yes yeah. I'll share the link okay. um. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think uh, a lot of themes probably shared with this episode and, uh, and balanced the short film. But I did one really interesting part was it was actually that short was created by these um, filmmaking brothers uh, to fit to a song um, from a German synth band called Alphaville. Uh, so the song came first and then they made this oh. film clip to fit and this short film to then fit with the song. But then when it won the Oscar, they didn't actually put the song with it. There's no music. Oh. So, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, I thought, yeah, so the way music informs film and then vice versa, but yeah, worth looking up, I can see why that particular bit of art was inspiring, but also it made me realise Alphaville, uh, is the band that sings "Forever Young"? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that youth, tr- uh, that youth group, then covered. Um, who are an Australian band? Then became OC famous. Yeah, because it's the song from the OC. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm getting really off topic, but yeah, the, love the rabbit hole. The the importance of music meshing with with screen is yeah. Uh, there's a message in there somewhere. Music and screen just born to be together. <laughs> It is just looking at
1: no, me.
0: I no, went, I'm not at all. <laughs> just like, what, what are you on this about? Is great. Anyway, what I'm saying is, I went down a rabbit hole, and I needed to justify that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it, um, Mary. who's your most valuable
0: player for the episode? Uh, look, I think it's fifty fifty actually, because Bluey's just single mindedness, and I just, I just love being up for playing in the rain. Like it's such a throwback to my childhood especially especially for a brief period of time where we had a pool and if it rained, mm. we were even more keen to be in the pool because it just added so much drama and, you know, just the sound and everything else. Um, yeah, I've always loved being out in the rain and I love that Bluey does too. Uh, but, yeah, oh, my gosh, chili. to come to the party. Oh. She rocks it. <laughs> <laughs> just inspiring it's beautiful yeah
1: um yeah i think i've already said mine's the music but yeah gosh chili does put in an epic performance in this one I think we've almost covered all the main sections but Mary I did want to mention that this episode when it came out um it was just after we'd had a death in our family and um yeah and I think that's why it holds such a special place in my heart because rainbows became a really big special thing that we all took heart from I think you know many people out there who've lost someone that they really love um would maybe think of something that reminds them of that person and for me Mm -hmm. it was a double rainbow because that's what we saw in the sky um shortly afterwards um and we had a really nice moment where we were all dancing and remembering my little niece um yeah okay yeah and and I think just seeing that moment of bluey with her mum in the driveway with the double rainbow yeah was so beautiful for that reason so yeah uh it's
0: it's so beautiful to hear you talk about that and you know it's bluey obviously it sets out to make us cry frequently (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I think it goes beyond in this moment, like for for me sitting on the outside of that and knowing your connection to double rainbows, you know, this isn't just any episode of Bluey either because, uh, you know, the silentness of this episode, the, the emotion, like you really, well, everyone has that opportunity to put a lot of their own experience and feeling into it where where the dialogue leaves that gap, and yeah, I, th- I think it's meant to be, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that this episode means so much to you, yeah. And I'm so glad. <sighs> and I love you. I love
1: you too. And I'm so glad that this episode means so much for so many people. For that reason, because yeah, when I saw it, I was just oh, I was in bits for days after this one, Mary. You know, we always talk <laughs> oh. about how. There's no other show on TV that can make you laugh and cry within seven minutes, but mm-hmm. yeah, this one floored me for a couple of days after, and I'm so grateful that it's that it's out in the world. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, me too. <sighs>
1: So, yes, thank you, Ludo, <laughs> thank you, Bluey, and thank you, Joe for just uh, all the all the love and, yeah, music and joy that Bluey brings
0: to all of us. I double rainbow that emotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I think this episode of Got to Be Done might make a few people cry. And, look, I, you know, I think... You've said it beautifully, Kate. I think there's probably not much more we can say. Uh, we'll be back next week with a less teary episode <laughs> but equally beautiful because every episode is so beautiful. Yeah. Um,
1: and if you'd like more of um, Got To Be Done in the meantime, you can find us on all the social media channels. On Facebook it's um, Got To Be Done The Blue Podcast or just go at BlueyPod. Same on Instagram, on Twitter, we're at Blue Podcast. And then if you want to email us, it's blueypod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear why Bluey is special to you.
0: We would. Uh, Kate. I love you. Love you too. Uh, we we'll talk to you next week. But in the meantime, it's got to done. be done. In the rain. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.